Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. So when was the last time you ate a meal without watching television, checking your phone, or both? Yesterday. You you cut you consciously set it aside. We had family dinner with all the nieces and nephews. Oh, and nice. And how was it? Left the phone charging in another room. Wow. You're good at good. that, though. You're able to walk away from yours. We do it Don't almost think? every single night. Like, we have, like, the news is on, like, in the background, but we sit down for family meal without phones almost every night. Yeah, Kristen's the same way. She actually eats it at the <laughs> table. dinner table, kitchen table, or in her case, the kitchen table. Yeah. And uh, no matter how old the kids are, uh, if you're at home and you're sharing a meal, yep. you got to put your phone away. Uh, but if your answer is, well, I can't really remember the last time I <laughs> ate without looking at a screen of some kind, it's okay. You're not alone. Uh, according to a new survey, 88% of people, 88% of people now eat most of their meals in front of some kind of screen, whether it's a television or a phone. That said, I do enjoy making like a bowl of something, whether it's cereal, spaghetti, or ice cream, and going to my bedroom and sitting there and eating and watching TV. Curling up. Like, in front I do of enjoy that. If I ever have the chance to like do that by myself, I'm like, I love to do that. Yeah. Mm. The average person says they have just five screen free meals per week. The survey also found the top five things we do on our phones during the meal are catch up on email, scroll through social media, watch YouTube, do stuff for work, and maybe watch a TV show or a movie on a streaming app. Oh, and 83% of people say they've spent so long trying to decide what to watch that their food got cold. (laughs) (laughs) Got to be careful. Priorities. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, let's see. A new study has just proved what TV sitcoms have been teaching us for decades. Researchers at the University College of London found that a laugh track Uh really does make bad jokes funnier. (laughs) That wasn't even a joke, but look at the laugh it got. (laughs) Oh, see? I should uh, have that ready to go all morning, Jeff. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> well, because uh, subconsciously, it's just, well, somebody thought it was funny. 
Even if I don't think it's funny, somebody else thought it was funny. So it must be, you know, right. funny. Uh, for the study, they had people listen to different dad jokes. Uh, some heard the jokes followed by a laugh track. Some heard the jokes without one. And here are a few examples of the jokes. So I said to this New Zealand bloke, I said, I'm going to a Swedish furniture shop. He said, does it look like Ikea? <laughs> And here's the same joke without the laughter. So I said to this New Zealand bloke, I said, I'm going to a Swedish furniture shop. He said, does it look like Ikea? Oh, see? Yeah. It feels like it really fell flat. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right, let me try this. Oh, no. Are you going to tell us a joke? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt some jokes, yeah. I already think you're funny, so... What state has the smallest drinks? Minnesota. <laughs> 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 you weren't supposed to laugh. I'm trying to prove a point here. That was a funny joke. <laughs> Minnesota. Ah. All right, let's do another one. All right, no laugh. Okay. Uh. Okay. What does a dinosaur use to pay bills? I don't know, Jeff. What does a dinosaur use to pay bills? Tyrannosaurus checks. Yeah, I don't get it either. That was a dumb joke. Okay. All right, let's try it again. Hey, guys, what does a dinosaur use to pay bills? I don't know, Jeff. What? Tyrannosaurus checks. (laughs) Wow, timing is everything on that laugh track, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Uh, All right. Hey, guys, what's orange and sounds like a parrot? I don't know, Jeff. A carrot. See, I always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, threw the laugh track in there and Fritchie laughed. <laughs> That's because that was funnier than the other tyrannosaur. I don't like dinosaur jokes, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'll try it again. Take three. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Tim. (laughs) Glad you got that one saved. So do you remember, wasn't there a character called like Deputy Dog or something that laughed like that on the Cartoon Network Express? Every time he plays that, I have like this flashback to my childhood of this like laughing dog, and I, <laughs> and I don't and know where it comes it? from. No, wouldn't it be great though if dogs could laugh? Yeah, they smile. You know, you'd have somebody to practice material with. And... Don't you feel like they're laughing on the inside at you humans all the time? Yeah, I do. But the researchers did find that people found the jokes funnier when there was a laugh track. <laughs> 
right. Yeah, we better keep that handy. <laughs> Have that standing by. I guess so. All right. Uh, the makers of Cheez-Its, guys, just partnered with a boxed wine company. How does that sound? Pretty you, good. You can now buy a single box where one side is filled with wine and the other is filled with Cheez-Its. It's a perfect combination, I suppose, huh? Yes, and just to be clear, this is not Cheez-It-flavored wine. It's just a slightly more convenient way to consume Cheez-Its and wine together. But apparently there's a decent number of people out there who who think they're a better pairing than actual cheese and wine. Uh, so that's who they're catering to. Uh, the wine is from the budget brand Original House Wine. It's not the best, but then again, we are talking about Cheez-Its here, so it does kind of fit. <laughs> the wine side of the box holds four bottles, or about 20 glasses. One box costs $25, but they're only selling them for a limited time. And starting tomorrow, you can order, order through uh, the Original House Wine website, and they go on sale at 5 p.m. Eastern. And I suspect they're they're probably going to yeah. sell out fast. Well, I mean, how long does wine in a in a box? How long is that good for? How quickly does that expire? I haven't the foggiest that, uh, idea. Just, yeah. <laughs> it probably lasts longer than a regular bottle. Than a regular bottle, because I was going to say, if you get you know get a line on some of these, you better load up. The few experiences that I've had drinking like really cheap wine or cheap wine out of a box, I always somehow end up with a headache. So. Yeah, that is the. The bummer part of it. Maybe the Cheez-Its will help alleviate mm-hmm. that. Uh, meanwhile, let's talk about In-N-Out Burger. Yes. In-N-Out Burger, in my opinion, has one of the best burgers in the world, really. You go to In-N-Out Burger if you're in California or one of the western states, Arizona. In-N-Out Burger only has restaurants in six states. It's so delicious. And because they don't freeze their meat, they say they will never expand east of Texas. Which is why this story I'm about to tell you falls in the bizarre mysteries category. There's a 31-year-old guy by the name of Lincoln Bohm who was walking in Queens, New York on Saturday morning when he saw an in-and-out double-double burger laying right out there in the street. Now, if they don't have any locations east of Texas, how is it possible that it got there? Well, I mean, the kicker is it was in pristine condition, right? I mean, it was fresh. Yeah, you might be thinking, oh, you know, someone could have just bought one at an airport on the West Coast and flown to New York. But Lincoln says it is unlikely that is the case. Because he says when he has gone to Los Angeles and attempted to bring back in and out, it becomes inedible. Yeah. The I, bun gets so if you've you ever had one, that. I mean, yeah. if you knew what you know, the toppings they had on there and the way they package it, you'd know that the bun gets soggy and it just there's no way to do that. And this particular in and out burger was in perfect condition. So this is a major mystery. Where did it come from? Hmm. No one is sure, although, you know, the skeptical side of me says this could turn out to be some kind of viral marketing stunt. For sure. 
That's what I think it is. I think it's a viral marketing stunt to say that In-N-Out is coming to New York City. All right, but let's say that's true. Like, where did they prepare it? They still had to prepare it. How'd they pull that off? Well, they brought all of the ingredients to New York City, and they're just going to drop. The store is, is used is, a, is a kitchen ready. in a warehouse or something, no, you think? Oh, the store is ready. It's ready. It's they just, just in haven't. A, under a tarp or something? Yeah, they haven't yeah. put the, the signage out front yet. Nobody okay. knows that it's there Everybody thinks a new burger joint, you know, they're opening a new... Burger joint on the corner of, you know, 59th and Madison. They may not even know that. Yeah. But the only weird thing for me is, is that it's just dropped in Queens, which isn't like downtown New York City. Do you think they put it out there so that. Yeah. In the middle of Queens, in the, the middle of a street somewhere. that found it. Just happens to be. what it was. <laughs> and, and, you know. And just and happens to be someone who's been to L.A. And right. And decides to make a big deal out of it. Come okay. on. A burger on the street in Queens. Do you really think that the majority of people walking by are going to do anything with that said burger? Right. Right. It's oh. New York. Yeah. Who pays <laughs> attention to attention litter to in the street? It's garbage ever. in the street. Yeah. yeah. Who, who cares what it is? All right. Well. There's also a theory. There's another theory out there that maybe someone took a wrapper from In-N-Out. Oh, yeah. Cooked their own burger or conceivably like maybe got a burger, a similar looking burger from Five Guys. Or Shake Shack or something or Shake like Shack. that. Yeah, they've got Shake Shacks in New York City. Yeah. They got a few actually. And maybe they did that. So whatever they did, it must have taken considerable planning, uh, but a spokesperson from... <laughs> In and out denied any connection, and uh, the In and Out people say they are quote surprised to hear about a pristine burger in New York. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe someone cooked their own burger and put it in. What do you think? Do you think? Uh, you think, think it was the guy? Expansion is coming. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the new Queens location. God, I would love that. That'd I don't know about amazing. Queens. I think it needs to be at like... I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff in Queens. I know, but like as far as touristy stuff, I think it needs to be like in Manhattan somewhere, like close to Times Square. Meanwhile, when you start using Christmas stuff in July, there's the there's a chance the people who made it haven't had time to really iron out all the kinks. There's a woman named Ashley Adams in North Carolina, and she says her 8-year-old daughter loves Christmas so much that she downloaded an app last week that lets kids chat with Santa. And apparently, (laughs) the app asked the girl, what are you wearing? Uh, (laughs) No. So obviously, Santa's got July off. Santa's busy working, and somebody other than Santa got a hold of her message. Yeah, I guess. A naughty elf. And then when the dad sent a message on the app, it told him, you're too old for me. Santa's in the barn, kid. What do you want? <laughs> the app supposedly uses bots to respond to kids' texts, but the girl's parents says it seems like there was an actual person on the other end of that chat, so they have filed a complaint with the local police. Mm-hmm. And it is July 24th, so you know what that means. Pumpkin spice season. Here it comes. Are you ready? Congratulations to Kit Kat for breaking the seal and unveiling the first pumpkin spice product of the season. They just announced that pumpkin pie flavored Kit Kats will be on sale nationwide this year. 
They're wow. already behind it because I was shopping at Kroger over the weekend and they have the pumpkin spice creamer. It's out. It's funny. They, yeah. um, they were doing a story on breakfasts on CBS Sunday morning, I think, and the origin of the breakfast cereal and how the breakfast cereal is attempting to make a comeback because it kind of went away. Well, it didn't go away. It never went away, but it, it was an $8 billion a year business and it's dropped to $7 billion a year. And they attribute that to the rise in breakfast sandwich popularity. Mm-hmm. And so they were talking to all these nutritionists, and they talked to uh, a young woman who's actually the president of General Mills Cereal Division. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, I think she had asked uh, one of the university professors or one of the economists, they said, what is the one thing you don't like for breakfast? She says, anything pumpkin spice. Because it's, <laughs> it's not a real thing. It's oh, just yeah. sugary syrup. But anyway, they go on sale next month, and uh, next month is August. You believe that? Just so, look so we're for, clear, next month is August. Yeah, pumpkin. <laughs> it's not pumpkin time. So if you're craving well, pumpkin spice Kit Kats in August, I'm ready. Well, when do pumpkins? You. How does? I don't know what the. When do you plant pumpkin seeds? When do they sprout? When do they grow? When do you pick them? Are we? We gearing up for pumpkin season right now. I mean, I would think they're growing. We grew right? them as kids in our garden, and you plant them with all the other stuff in the spring, and then they grow all over, and they flower, and then you so it takes nurture the melon to get huge. I don't know because in the when, fall when I drive by because I live really close to two predominant pumpkin patches, yeah, and they planted corn in the pumpkin patch, and they just took that out last week, I think. So I'm wondering if maybe they're going to put the pumpkins in now-ish. Yeah, I don't think there's any real pumpkin in the Kit Kat, but... Well, I'm just wondering if, you know, if there is a pumpkin feeling going out amongst the pumpkin growers. Oh, I don't know. And aficionados. Hmm. I don't know. They also, like, remember, remember when, like, peppermint mocha used to only come out at Christmas? Made it like special. They, yeah, but I feel like they have peppermint mocha coffee creamer year-round now. Yeah. So. It's I, not as special anymore. I don't think so. Yeah. Got to ruin it for everybody, don't mm. they? <laughs> mm-hmm. And by the way, it is time to stop holding back your emotions, people, and just let it out. No one's going to judge you. Well, they might judge you. But eventually, you'll come out on top when they die first. Because, listen to this. New study out of Australia just found that crying can be good for your health. Really good. In fact, the researchers found that people who let tears just flow on out. You know how like when somebody starts crying, they're like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And they try really hard to control themselves. They say the best thing you can do is just let those tears flow. Because the people who do have lower stress levels. Better controlled breathing and much lower heart rates than people who didn't cry. Huh. I'm a crier. I cry all the time. Well, and when you do, don't you feel like almost rejuvenated? I, it, I'm a little tired. It is oh. a relief. <laughs> it, it definitely feels like a release, but I'm also very tired when it's over. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Jim Carrey crying on Jeff Daniels' shoulder in Dumb and Dumber right there. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, we also know it's usually not good to lose your temper, right? We're always saying, don't lose your temper. Control yourself. 
Calm down. You should have thought before you spoke, Taylor Swift. Because <laughs> you end up saying things you don't mean, right? Sometimes, yeah. However, research in this case shows losing your temper can also cause health issues. And here are four ways that anger can mess with your health. A, you don't sleep as well because your brain goes on high alert when you're angry and it tells your body, increase blood flow, which makes it harder to relax. And it affects digestion. Anger triggers your fight or flight response and it sends more blood to the parts of your body that could help you escape like your legs. And when that helps, your digestive system gets less blood, which leads to less good bacteria in your gut. And it can also allow bad bacteria to seep in. Also, anger causes wrinkles. Collagen is actually what makes our skin plump and smooth. And the more stressed you are, the less collagen you produce. Mm. Studies have also found links between stress and skin conditions like dermatitis and psoriasis. Oh, no. And angry people are more likely to die young. Anger and stress make your body release adrenaline, which damages your DNA, which makes you more susceptible to fatal diseases. So the experts recommend (laughs) instead of instead of being angry, have a good cry. Yeah, that works. Uh, I'm I'm trying to tie these two together. So one of the farmers at Brown's Farm just texted me and said that they usually plant their pumpkins in late spring, like late May to early June, because if you plant before that, you go too early, they'll rot before Halloween comes. So they're in the ground now, Jen. All right. Mm. Keeping an eye on them. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.